2: www.thebiblelive.com or mail your check for the Bible Live to P.O. Box 1888 that's P.O. Box 1888
1: San Antonio, Texas 78218 Welcome to the Bible Live Quiz Hour it's time to test and grow your knowledge of the Bible. The entire Bible every year. On Sunday nights at nine, join us here for the Bible Live Quiz Hour. Soapy will ask questions from the Bible Live readings. You call in with the correct answers, and you win. It's just that simple. Get out your Bible, put on your thinking cap, and hit that speed dial, because here's the host of The Bible Live, your Apache Indian scout through the book of books, Soapy Dollar.
2: Thanks, everybody. Glad you're on board with us tonight for The Bible Live. We're ready to get into our um, review of the readings from our reading schedule this past week. We read... Uh, Numbers oh, chapter 11 through 27 of the great book of books. Genesis, Exodus, Isn't Leviticus. It. Then the book of Numbers, or what is it in Hebrew? Um, Numbers? Yes. Uh, ba- bar me bar. Bar, me bar. Yeah, if I, I Wilderness, wilderness. Okay. So there we go. Uh, we're looking at Numbers chapters 11 through 27, and that that's all from one book. We don't have to kind of mix up our comments about uh, Matthew and numbers or the numbers in you know deuteronomy we're all coming from one book tonight, and uh, we're going to try to give a real good sense of this uh one two, three, fourth book of the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, the Tanakh, and so I um, hope you ready to walk along with us we've got some some important principles and basic concepts to establish. As we look at the book of Numbers, um, Jacob, is there anything in particular that, let me see here, let me see, let me see. We also read Psalm 31 through 33, and those are very, very interesting chapters. Particularly, I like um, Psalm 32, uh, it celebrates the relief and joy of people who receive forgiveness, who experience God's forgiveness. And so that's a great theme of the scriptures. Forgiveness is the lubricating oil of every relationship, every human relationship that exists. We, we have to forgive one another. We have to be patient and and, uh, help one another, for, be willing to forgive. Ask any married couple. Ask well, the secret, uh, for longevity of marriages and other relationships. It's the ability, somehow or other, to forgive one another. And that's, uh, it's more complicated than it sounds, actually. But uh, we'll look at that. Uh, we can talk about it this evening as well. Uh, but Numbers, chapters 11 through 27. Jacob is here with me.
0: 27? Yes. I'm, oh, wow.
2: I'm wondering if you can give us uh-huh. uh, from the book of Numbers, kind of the Hebrew perspective, or maybe not even just the Hebrew perspectives. There's some perspective in in that. There's some. Isn't there some unity and oneness of perspective that, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it says Actually, what it says. When you buy the. Uh, in a hardback, like a book,
0: uh-huh. you buy the Jewish Bible. If it's the Torah, Torah, is the five books. Sure. It's called the Humash. Okay. No, that's the not The Humash, huh? The Humash.
2: Oh, the Humash, okay.
0: Now, the reason it's called Humash is that means five-fifths. You're a mathematician. Five over five equals what?
2: Um, Last time I checked, it was somewhere around one.
0: That's right. So five five parts, but it all equals one. You mm-hmm. see? That's the idea. I like that's why, that. it's, that's why it's called that.
2: Well, we could have the sixty-six, sixty-six, right? Yes, yeah, you yeah.
0: could. Uh, would that be a famous number somewhere in Revelation? Maybe.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well then, well, let's let's take the Book of Numbers. We've we've been through Genesis, uh, uh, the book about beginning. Oh, I like
0: that because you've been through it. That's the beginning.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Exodus, uh Exodus. We've talked about coming out of Egypt. Uh, the uh, Jacob and his family went down. Joseph went ahead and prepared and then was there to uh, receive them. They were in Egypt, what, 430 years or so, but he counting. And then God raised up Moses and brought them out of Egypt, out of bondage, out of slavery, took them uh, to Mount Sinai. Oh, yeah. They kind of built a new nation, reminded them of who they are, the covenant relationship with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And then they moved. Why,
0: why did they have to do that?
2: Why did they have to go to Mount Sinai? Yeah, why? Mm. Because they forgot, I suppose, right? They
0: forgot. Would you think? I think they forgot.
2: Okay. Now, that, not completely. There was a
0: residual well, understanding. there was a rumor. There was a rumor. Th-
2: that they knew who they were. Well,
0: here's the picture. Uh-huh. Now... The, what the Christians call the Shekinah, right? Do you right. know what that is? That's like what? The, what is the it? The
2: glory, the, the glorious presence, okay.
0: manifest presence of God. Cloud, right? Yeah, cloud. Shekinah, Shekinah, and everything in Hebrew, like Spanish, is male and female. Okay, so they're coming out of Egypt. Egypt is Mitzrayim, which means the boundaries of something sin. Sin, huh? Uh-huh. So they're coming out now. When? And they're called now the children
2: of Israel. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And so and Israel is the name that was given to Jacob. Yes, right. His name was he said uh, it means uh, you have. Um, you have Come struggled. On, so don't
0: let me down now. You
2: have struggled and and uh, and prevailed and prevailed. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. People always stop at halfway through and they say, "Oh, you, you fought, you struggled with God, no, you wrestled with God." Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Did you if say wrestled? Did I hear
2: you say he that's, wrestled? He
0: wrestled. That's funny. That's funny. So, but he, but it actually goes on to say and prevailed. Uh-huh, so Israel means wrestled, but prevailed, right? You can't be God, obviously, so so it means something else, right? but, yes, yeah, so they come out of Egypt, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Now, when they're coming out of Egypt, when a lady, when a woman gives birth, the first thing that happens before she gives birth, the water breaks, right, So you get the image: the Nile, the river. Parted. The water broke. All right. Now the children come through. Uh And they come to the other side. Now they're the children. And the Shekinah, in English, Uh is a female. She greets them because she's the mama, Uh the mother. Now what she does is she
2: then leads them across the desert to Mount Sinai where daddy lays down the law. Okay, so they're there at the base of Mount Sinai for about thirteen months, if I remember ah, it's correctly, a of time. the entire yeah, yeah. And they, God meets them. They receive the Ten Commandments, yeah. and they begin to uh, Moses begins to teach them about God's commands, expanding on them to what it will mean to them as a as a society now of redeemed people who have been brought brought out of slavery and oppression. Now they are free men and women. Uh, in and a while covenant they're at Mount Sinai, something bad happens. While they're at Mount Sinai, yes. they receive the Ten Commandments, and they disobey God. Well, let's and, take a look at that very closely. Uh-huh. So picture Mount Sinai in your mind. We're talking about the gold image now, We right? are. Okay. The golden The golden calf, calf. yeah.
0: So they come out. They're at Mount Sinai. On top is a fire, the fire of God, uh-huh. right? right. At the bottom... They make their own fire, the fire of man. Mm -hmm. And so you got this image. At the bottom is man making their own religion, Mm -hmm. a golden calf. Mm -hmm. At the top, you got God, a fire, making Mm -hmm. his rules. Mm -hmm. Well, what's interesting is we know that then then, uh, some people get killed. Remember, Moses comes down. And and, uh, at that time, the only people that get killed is one half of one percent of just the Jews. Mm -hmm. And who performs that unpleasant ceremony is the Levites. Okay. Now, starting tonight in chapter 11, where you want to start, mm-hmm. there's a reference to the rest of the group. Would you like to see that?
2: Sure, sure, sure. Let's get get to that. Now, we're The Exodus is Exodus, exiting, coming out of of, uh, Egypt, and then we come into this book of Numbers, and we started right off, the fact is it starts with a census, a counting, and we talked about this uh, to some extent last week as well, talking about this counting of the people and the the way that, uh, not particularly complicated, but the way it was understood, that you're not to count people, but... You call Uh, items. If you
0: reduce mm -hmm. people to numbers, then the rulers will treat them like items. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what they always say. In fact, I told somebody that Saturday. I said, you know, it's an old saying. I don't hear much anymore, but it's true. Um, There used to be a saying: uh, "Hang on to your wallet and your children." Congress is in session
2: because that's
0: because they want your money and your children.
2: Have you ever heard that phrase before? No, I haven't. But it well, reminds me of the passage that, where Samuel warns the people well, of Israel about same idea, yeah. About what do? Hang a king on to your do. wallet
0: and your children.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Let's look at this. You were going to tell us from the book of Numbers about what? Okay. Now we know that the, it was only Jews that got the
0: one half of 1% when the, over the golden calf. Mm-hmm. Moses draws a line, sort of like the Alamo, mm-hmm. and he says, okay, everybody forgot, cross line. The others that didn't, well, there was a little skirmish. The Levites wiped out one half of 1%, which mm-hmm. was only Jews. Mm-hmm. Now, starting tonight in Chapter 11, oh, have you got a Bible? I do
2: actually have a beautiful Bible uh, here.
0: Well, the cover is beautiful. Numbers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Chapter. Soppa, you're getting too close to oh, the Oh, that's microphone. right.
2: My headphones are getting close yeah. to the... I'll not do that again, I will assure you. Let me see. Uh, Numbers chapter 11. Yeah, I'm curious. How does uh, your verse number 1 and 11 begin? It says, soon the people began to complain oh. about their hardship, and the Lord heard everything they said. Then the Lord's anger blazed against them, and he sent a fire to rage among them, and he destroyed some of the people in the outskirts of the camp.
0: Oh. Well, okay, and then verse 2, it says, The people cried out to Moses, and mm-hmm. Moses prayed to God, and the fire stopped. Okay. Now, this is not the Jews. This is the other folks that traveled with them, mm-hmm. the so-called mixed multitude. Mm-hmm. Whoa. mm-hmm. So it says the people started complaining. And God heard it, and he said, okay, I've had enough. And he started to nail them. And Moses interceded, prayed, and the fire stopped, and they were spared. Now, would you do me a favor? Look at your verse number 4. Sure.
2: Then the foreign rabble. Ah, there you go. Who were traveling right. with we just the Israelites. Read one, we
0: just read one and two. So number four is telling us who this is. This is the guys that traveled with them. When when Moses said, you got you guys at uh, one-half or one percent was killed by mm-hmm. the Levites, mm-hmm. that was all Jews. But here is the other people. And I'm going to suggest this rarely
2: gets addressed. They began to crave the good things of Egypt. Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. We remember the fish we used to eat for, for free in Egypt, and we had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic that we wanted right. back in our slavery days. Now, look what it says in your verse. And I like how you worded that. Your verse number four says, what, the other rabble? uh uh-huh. what, the, what Then the foreign rabble who were foreign traveling rabble. with the Israelites. Right.
0: Okay, there you go. You see? We're now identifying who Moses interceded on behalf of and stopped the fire. Of God, mm-hmm. he prayed and saved the non-Jews. Mm-hmm, Whoa, mm-hmm, how about that? Mm-hmm. Isn't did, isn't that an interesting? A little, twist? Yeah,
2: a little bit of a twist on what we probably usually think would have happened, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, right? Because
0: uh-huh. who's who's wanting to meet?
2: Right, uh-huh. the, the the foreign rabble.
0: Yeah, there you go. And see, it says it. And they even when to build the golden calf.
2: Do you think they were idealizing a little bit what how wonderful it used to be in Egypt? We remember the fish we used to eat for free. and We had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, yeah. onions, and garlic we wanted. But yeah. now our appetites are gone, and all we ever see is this terrible man- manna. You know, this uh, food that God somehow supernaturally provided for right, them right, 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 with right. the uh, with the quail and so on. The, well,
0: you, as mm. you were reading, when you read verse number one, mm-hmm. it said, and your version says, uh, he did burn up a few of them or something,
2: right? What's mm-hmm. your verse one say? Mm-hmm. The, in the first point, he says, uh, there was a fire. Let I me mean, say, uh, when he prayed, the people screamed to Moses for help. When he prayed, the, the fire okay, stopped. Okay, but before okay, that, I said the, that, Number one. The Lord's anger blazed against them, and he sent a fire to rage among them, wow. and he destroyed some of the people okay. on the outskirts of now the camp. Now, see
0: how they're wording that, which is a nice way of wording it. In the Hebrew, it says, destroyed the, the edge. So it's not talking about the edge of the people in the sense of dimension, it's talking about the people that were planted among the Jews mm-hmm. to say they wanted to go with the Jews. There were some sincere non Jews, mm-hmm. Egyptians that mm-hmm, wanted to travel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also there were spies and bad guys planted among them by Pharaoh. Yeah, that would make sense. Well you here know, is the when it says the edge. He's talking about the edge, not in the sense of dimension, uh-huh. but the edge of that—that that spying, that attitude. Okay, so that's who gets destroyed—the guys who are really the spying. But he, then Moses prays and stops and saves the rest mm-hmm, of them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a nice little—we have a little story going on mm-hmm. here, okay. Okay. Isn't that nice?
2: It is. It's a story.
0: It's a nice
2: story. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we don't. You know that we don't particularly get everything you said. Now, why is that? Because we're Gentiles. No, 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 no. You've had the Bible for two thousand years. I I know that, but we see if I read this, Uh just superficially read the English words on Uh this page. It doesn't tell me all that detail about
0: Well, it says it, it says the age it, it, verse 4 clearly says it was not
2: the Jews. Well, you know, yeah, there there I'm talking about it. earlier. It does it says uh, some people soon. The people, the people, began to complain about their hardship, and the Lord heard everything they said. And the Lord's anger blazed against them, and He sent a fire to rage among them, and He destroyed some of the people in the uh, outskirts of the camp. On the outskirts, okay. And then the people screamed to Moses for help, and when he prayed to the ah. Lord, the fire stopped. Okay, but that's but see, verse we don't one. get all the idea of them being this who this was and not Well, that's wasn't. because you're
0: not reading 1, 2, 3, and 4. If you read 4, it tells exactly okay. the
2: who so. Then, Well, that sounds like a different – it's a new paragraph for us. And he says, then the foreign rabble who were traveling with the Israelites began to crave the good things of Egypt. It doesn't say that that foreign rabble is the same uh, people that we read about in verse 1. That, it, it, in other words, we just – we don't fill in the – we don't have this picture of who it was it, – as detailed as you guys do and I'm not doubting it I suspect that's that's the traditional understanding well, it's probably found somewhere in the language it's very much clearer in the Hebrew yeah. language or something but we don't get that you know we if we just read it in English like i said we, we another well, we do don't you, get that do you have anybody of do you have picture. anybody in let's say
0: in the Christendom? uh-huh uh, anybody gets paid on a weekly basis to teach the Bible to the congregations. Anybody you can think of by any title.
2: Yeah. Do you have like anybody? a shepherd or a pastor. Uh, maybe a pastor, maybe a preacher. Somebody. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, they get paid a weekly paycheck to do this, eh?
2: <laughs> yes, I think they pretty much weekly. Uh. Is that W E A K L Y? No, I was, or?
0: Th- I was thinking about uh, every seven days or every thirty days. Okay, right?
2: weekly, every week, seven days. Okay, uh,
0: but what I'm saying is, see, uh, it's difficult for me to say. What do you mean you don't know? If you don't know, if you can't understand, you got guys that make their living that. Yeah, as okay, the story okay. goes, called by
2: the Holy Spirit. Uh huh. Uh-huh, so, okay, uh-huh. so that's nothing. So let's just.
0: I I'm gonna, Okay. No, I'm wanna, tracking
2: with you. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying that's some reason why. Just. Well, we don't get all that detail that well, you here's what, what I want.
0: I, there's one more stop I want to make on our way to chapter 14. All right, we got now in chapter continuing in chapter 11. 11. Mm-hmm. It says in verse 16, God said to Moses, "Gather to me seventy
2: elders of Israel." Mm-hmm. So see it, okay. Who are recognized as elders and leaders of Israel? Right. Mm-hmm. Now the question is why. That's
0: called. By the way, that's the same number that's in the Sanhedrin.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: this, True. Is kind of, this is how it kind of works. Okay. On the out, there's three rings. On the outside, there's 36. Mm-hmm. Center ring. That's the youngest. In the center ring, middle aged guys.
2: 24 of them. Uh-huh.
0: And, uh huh. That's 60. Okay, and and then there's 12. Mm hmm. But what's that come out to?
2: 72.
0: Ah, but it says 70? Mm-hmm. Now, why is it 70? And it's what well, we know mathematically it's 72. Arithmetically. It yeah, arithmetically, yes. <laughs> okay. But it's 72. Why? Because the head priest, the chief priest, he's an addition to the 70. That's what. So mm-hmm. we are now 71. Mm-hmm. Well, who is really calling this meeting? God himself. God. Now we have our
2: 72. Is that what Sanhedrin means? No, Does Sanhedrin to... is
0: actually a Greek word. Oh, I see. Uh, the word that is used, actually used in historically Hebrew? in Hebrew and in the Bible and in Israel today is Knesset. Knesset. I was going to guess it. Yeah, I, well, I you can still guess. I'll, I'll, I'll withdraw. <laughs> I'll go ahead. Guess. Guess. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. Knesset.
0: So, okay. <laughs> but now this is interesting. Uh-huh. Why? This is an interesting tidbit. Are you ready for a tidbit? I'm ready. John, you ready for a tidbit? He's put his always. thumb up. He, always. Said, he said always yeah. ready yeah. for tidbit. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the deal. Why seventy? Oh, why seventy? Hmm. Why 70? Is there well, anything you can think of in the entire Bible to this point that has anything at all to do with 70? Uh,
2: seventy nations. 70. Oh, you got it! First guess! <laughs> All right. Yes, there are... I've been in, hanging around you a pretty good long time. In, in so the,
0: uh, boy, as a first guest, too. Um, the, so you didn't get bucked off. Isn't that interesting? Yes, yeah, so in uh, we know that there are 70, according to the Bible, there are 70 primary nations. Now, certainly there's branches and there's intermarriages and mm-hmm, other kind of mm-hmm. things, but there's 70... So we have 70. Now, why 70? We'll find out the answer to that when we get through Deuteronomy.
2: That's interesting, actually.
0: And the 70, Uh so each one of those would represent one of the primary nations. But above and beyond that, there's an understanding that each nation has its own guardian angel. Now, among the... uh, The ones of the Babylonians and the ones who may have come from that, their guardian angel, believe it or not, is Satan. Mm -hmm. Michael is for the Jews. Mm -hmm. But each nation had an assigned guardian angel. That was the understanding. Mm -hmm. And that makes 70. So the heavenly court, in heaven, shall I say, is made up of 70 people. Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. Now, so now we got something going on here. We got Mm -hmm. us a Mm -hmm. theme. We we
2: got ourselves a story and a theme and. We are racing forward to chapter fourteen. Yes.
0: Now, what I want to do now, Mm because when we get to Deuteronomy, we're going to see where it actually says there are seventy
2: numbers in Deuteronomy, and then it's
0: going to tell us exactly why seventy. Okay. But this is what earlier in the story why he picked Mm seventy. Now these seventy, they, this is not part of the Bible, but it's part of Jewish literature. Mm -hmm. The Jews have so Moses taught these seventy. Uh, everything God said on Mount Sinai. Well, there's a, there's a book called the perket Avot. perket Avot. Mm-hmm. Peket Peket Avot. Avot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means Ethics of the Fathers. That's these 70. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. And so he taught them. Well, each one of them 70. So he chose 70 leaders. Right? Uh-huh. And what they have to do is he taught them. They were in charge of teaching everybody else down the line. And so in personally chapter 5 of that perket avot is really the most fascinating to me but you don't have we have to go into that tonight but that's part of Jewish literature of what they
2: taught. Can I ask you a question about that? I that's would not right have there any in numbers other chapter 11. Yes. I have often wondered the mechanics and I suspect that our listening audience tonight among them are some people who have also asked themselves this question. If Moses is preaching or speaking to two million people, you know, he'd have to have a pretty good set of lungs and a pretty powerful voice to do that. Moses wasn't speaking. God was. Okay. But, but, but later on, we have times when Moses speaks to the people and so on.
0: Oh, no. There's music?
2: Yeah. There we go. I like this song, too. Just as if it's
0: told
2: I believe Jesus the word made man and it died my sins and it
0: rose again?
2: Don't you know that? I believe, believe. Alright now I gotta ask you my question and you'll right, answer all all right, it when right, we come right. back. Let's, let's have it. The point is, is I wanted to know, is this somewhat of an answer to the question of How did Moses convey his messages and these ideas to all the people? Were there these representatives? Yes. Okay, all right. They
0: would have, these would be the primary 70. Then they would pass it out, and they would pass it out, and they would pass it
2: out. Everybody passed out? Passed it out. For the past 25 years. Suzanne, tell the folks about our dentist.
1: Well, like you say, Dr. Shelton is a dentist for a lifetime. He's got the latest technology. He's busy, but I've never had to wait. And I never dread going to the dentist. In fact, he and his staff are so personable that I actually rather enjoy it.
2: Go to DrShelton.com or call 590-7878.
1: In Christ, we find a heart overflowing with tenderness and care. Welcome to today's encouragement from Our Daily Bread. Today's devotional reading was written by Allison Keita. When Jeff was a new believer in Jesus and fresh out of college, he worked for a major oil company. In his role as a salesman, he traveled. And in his travels, he heard people's stories, many of them heartbreaking. He realized that what his customers most needed wasn't oil, but compassion. They needed God. This led Jeff to attend seminary, To learn more about the heart of God and eventually to become a pastor. Jeff's compassion had its source in Jesus. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 33, we get a glimpse of Christ's compassion in the miraculous healing of two blind men and one demon possessed man. Throughout his earthly ministry, he went about preaching the gospel and healing through all the towns and villages. Why? Verse 36 says that when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. The world today is still full of troubled and hurting people who need the Savior's gentle care. Like a shepherd who leads, protects, and cares for his sheep, Jesus extends his compassion to all who come to him. No matter where we are in life and what we're experiencing, in him... We find a heart overflowing with tenderness and care. And when we've been a beneficiary of God's loving compassion, we can't help but want to extend it to others. Today's encouragement was provided by Our Daily Bread Ministries. If you're looking for a church to call home, start your search with the church directory at am630theword.com. There you'll find hundreds of churches near you. Churches like
2: Agape Christian Church,
1: Trinity Baptist,
2: River City Community Church,
1: Cavalry Chapel of San Antonio, Freedom Fellowship, Riverview Cavalry Chapel, His Life Fellowship, Alamo City Bible Church, and Calvary Chapel Solid Rock. Or make sure your home church is listed so others can find you. It's the church directory at am630theword.com.
2: Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In.
0: Justin Bieber is beginning the new year by releasing a new tune called Yummy. Laced with R&B and pop influences, this single focuses on the 25-year-old singer's cash flow and his love for his
2: wife. I'm in a lambo, I'm on my way. True house slippers on with a smile on my face. Bieber never comes out and says his wife's name,
0: but it's easy to see that this song is directed toward her in some sweet and relatively pretty positive ways. But he doesn't stop there. Bieber also lets listeners in on some private and graphic details best kept behind closed bedroom doors. Things that tend to make this tune a lot less sweet and positive. For a full review, go to PluggedIn.com slash radio I'm Bob Olaszewski
2: for Focus on the Families, Plugged In. Find out more about your favorite programs and the ministries on AM630 The Word by going to
1: the program guide at am630theword.com. There, you'll get connected to the ministry website, email, and phone number. Plus, find out when your favorite show airs on the program guide at am630theword.com.
0: You're listening to the Bible live with Soapy Dollar. So
1: so
2: now in my heart we are back. We are back, and we're going to continue our way through the Book of Numbers. That's our theme tonight. If you'd like to call in and be a part of, it or oh. ask a question, or. Give a perspective wow, that you that have. An idea. Give us a call, 210-340-9585, 210-340-9585. I would love to hear from you and love to hear your perspective, or maybe you have a question or something going on in your part of the world, or you're uh, something, maybe a comment about what's going on in our world today. You know, I've been thinking a little bit about this, Jacob, that sometimes I, I I, I'm a little bit torn about our our theme and our topic, you know, the Bible live. And our focus is on this book, what it says, uh, what it means, uh, clarifying the message of the Scriptures. Uh, and sometimes we – I'm tempted. I would love to uh, – I, I want to be relevant. I want us to be relevant and meaningful and helpful to the times that we live in today. Now, this happened – we're reading about here – it, what 3,500 years ago, this with Moses and the people of Israel and Mount Sinai and so on. And so uh, in some ways, people might ask, well, what does that have to do with anything about the way we live today and what's going on in our world today and the politics and the and the international incidents and the shooting down of an airplane, the Ukraine airplane over Iran and the killing of that Iranian general and this and that and the other. And, and of course... I do believe, with all my heart, and that that God's Word is relevant, and it, the principles that we learn from the Scriptures can be applied. We can see these truths being happening in our own world today. We can see these kinds of, this complaining. We talk about the people of God here now, complaining about, we don't have this, we don't have that, and it'd be better if we were back in Egypt and... You know, that's something that I think even we as believers today, we're guilty at times of just complaining to God and being, and I'm sure that has the same response from God. He, You know, I'm wondering why sometimes He's so impatient with us, so kind and patient and gracious to us, because we do. We, we mess up, we fail, we disobey, we complain. And so, in other words, there is an application to these scriptures, but our focus is mainly verse by verse, but chapter by chapter, book by book, kind of thinking through it and helping folks understand the book itself, and we don't always get around to talking about the application here. So anyway, maybe our, some of our listeners would want to know. Well, we have
0: know. an application that's relevant. Okay. Yeah. So be brace yourself. I am. I am going to put you on the moral, moral dilemma tonight.
2: Oh, from, kind of
0: from our... Uh, yes, we're going to go there. But before I go okay. there, we're going to go to actually chapter 15.
2: Well, thank you for the heads up. Yes. And, <laughs> well, and you're going to be... Now not, I'm worried. Yes, you should be. Okay. Because, <laughs> okay. because, okay. because yeah. you are about... Pieces. You're not pulling any punches tonight, well, are you? I got, okay. I got a problem. Okay. So, All here, right.
0: Here's my problem. All right. Uh, okay. I go, you know, different places. I visit different sure. places. And uh, let's say a question
2: comes up. What is that? Someone is calling me. I'm going to have to. Uh... <laughs> My daughter. Never mind. She doesn't she should know, know. That we're on yes. the radio. Show. Yes, she says. <laughs> what has she said? <laughs> well, she didn't say anything there. I just said, i sorry, I can't talk." But I I texted her earlier. Here we are at a very homey, uh, personal thing here. But. I texted her oh, earlier this evening. I gonna, said, "Can I say goodnight to my grandson?" You know, I was going to kind of interrupt. Oh, I thought, so yeah, she's I responding. She was
0: saying, Don't let Jacob do that.
2: <laughs> maybe I doubt it, though. No, I doubt it. Uh, She'll I, get okay, here,
0: Here's our dilemma. Now, I'm going to get more uh, specific and precise, and I'm going to. It's, well, it's going to come from chapter. It's going to come from chapter 15. All right. Now. Chapter 15 is a great chapter for uh-huh. defining something, but it's also in black and white of rules. Okay. But here's my question. Let's suppose that you're talking with a group of people who have a tradition and an understanding, a definition
2: mm-hmm. of something.
0: Let's say it's sin. Okay. And you want to be kind, respectful, inclusive. And very cordial, and you want to, and you know their tradition, their understanding that they have, and they've been taught, is different than what the Bible says. So, Soapy, given those two items, if somebody asks you, do you support the tradition? Or by being polite and saying, I realize you have this tradition and understanding, Uh but the Bible says something different. Now, if you're in that moral dilemma, because this isn't a matter of right and wrong, this is more a matter of two rights. So, how would you resolve that issue before we start getting to the answer of exactly what sin is?
2: So that's what we're moving toward. In so here in the Book say of I Numbers, come to
0: you, mm-hmm. and let's say in your church, you have an, an understanding you've worked with. You, you it's good. You have got everything built on it. You understand that, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a very cordial thing to have. Okay, and you want to be respectful, but you also know that is really not what the Bible says. Now, Sophie, it's a moral dilemma for you. I apologize for putting you on the cross. To, Coin a phrase, Uh but that's your job. So earn your paycheck. What would you do? Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, Let me make sure I understand the question. You're saying, Uh you're not saying exactly what is sin. Not yet. We're going to get there. We're
0: going to give the definition.
2: You're saying, what do you do with all the different theories and different kind of opposing well, or...
0: I don't want to use theories, because co- oh, it's way past theory. Beliefs. It's beliefs, it's beliefs okay. con- but it's also concrete teaching.
2: Okay, different beliefs and teaching about what sin is. Exactly. And how you would be about... Okay, I, I think I get it. I'll I- I tell you the truth. Sin is a prominent concept, right, in the Bible. I agree. Do we agree with that? Oh, we do agree. From the Garden of Eden to through the... the- Sin is a is an is an ever present reality. We have no
0: issue that it's okay. a problem for human beings.
2: So, but but as far as I know, apart from the Hebrew language and the Greek language about the word that's used for sin, and there are di- there are different words actually as well, right? Am I right there
0: for different kinds of sin?
2: Okay, that that's kind of what I meant but is there a is there in the bible i don't recall an actual definition saying like in the dictionary, sin and it yes. has a picture of me there. You know, yes. the, <laughs> that i answer sinner. your
0: question, yes,
2: there is a yes. a specific Absolutely definition. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Then, then I'll be eager to see that. Okay, and, now, and uh, mm-hmm.
0: that's that occurs elsewhere in the Bible, but here in chapter fifteen, we have the example, and it does give and use the definition.
2: Okay, now we do examples. There are millions, <laughs> and every one of us uh, making our own little examples of sin every day. I well, I'm going to suggest- See, that's one of the problems with sin, in a way. That's, I think the it problem with so- sin is that nobody wants to say what the Bible says it is. Okay, maybe it is. Uh, but maybe it's hard to say because it is so prevalent, it is so prominent, it's an ever present reality in every human being's life. Now, right. all of these years of ministry, talking to tens, hundreds, thousands of people, and I'm not boasting it. I mean, it's just the reality you you stay at this long enough, and after a while, you've talked to a little, an incredible number of people about sin. Okay. Very, very rarely, if ever, in all of those incidences and in all those conversations, right. has anyone denied Either the reality of sin, right. in, the, in the broadest sense of uh, evil or wrongdoing or error, you know, whatever word you want to give. Either the reality of sin, or the personal awareness that I am a sinner. Yeah, I, I know I'm a sinner. I'm not perfect. I, you know, that whatever kind. Of, so it is so prevalent and so generally an understanding that yeah, we everybody all. everybody say, as you said, I'm a sinner. Okay.
0: Ah, uh, you shouldn't sin. Okay. Now I say, well, what exactly is sinner? So we know exactly what you are, Mr. Sinner.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's the point, is that we we have the general idea down, yes, yes. but specifically, uh, and in the Bible, I see various images and, and representations and, and examples of to sin, that. We're gonna get but I don't black. know about this we're verse you're saying it where it's black. defined. No, we're going to get it in okay. black and white. All right, all right. Now uh, here's
0: my dilemma, and that's why I'm putting you. I'm not. I'm, okay. not I'm, I'm not letting you edge out of this. Okay,
2: I'm not trying really.
0: Uh, well, you did a pretty good job, Edge.
2: <laughs> I try. But what okay. I'm trying
0: to say is, Soapy.
2: That's give my me spiritual some gift, you know.
0: No, give me some advice. Listen to my question. Mm-hmm. I have this particular dilemma that I I must address. Do I say, I understand? Your tradition, your teaching, and I want to be cordial and respectful, and it's okay that that's your tradition and understanding.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, but do I go ahead and say, but the Bible gives us a black and white, a different definition.
2: Now, do If I you t- believe the Bible does give us that black and white definition, I think you have to say that, and then you have to give us the chapter and the verse, or the what, several verses, or whatever it is— All right. And in, and in each of us have to decide. Does that so make sense? So
0: the right answer is, is. So you're suggesting that your advice to me is to say, rather than answer the question, to say, well, let's read what it says, and then from that we'll decide what sin is.
2: That would be my approach. Yes.
0: Well, then why didn't you say that?
2: Well, I was kind of giving you a chance oh, to see. say it. I do you know, want to make you look good.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. You know, <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. good. Okay. So. Now let's go ahead. Uh, you still have your Bible? I do. We're going to go to chapter 15. Now, 15.
2: We're going to jump
0: past. Yeah, cuz there's some other interesting stuff there. Miriam and Aaron
2: complain. Yeah, we'll this w- 12 scouts explore they're yeah, sent to explore.
0: everybody knows and, about the 10 spies.
2: Yeah, and, everybody and, knows that. Story. Uh-huh. Okay. And the scouting report is we can't go there. They're too big. They're too powerful. Okay, and the people. So you're then,
0: doing your best to avoid chapter fifteen.
2: I know. So. No, I'm just moving toward it. The people rebel well, against the idea of going it. in, we and go,
0: we can get back to it if you want.
2: So to. disobey God, and they don't go into to the promised land as wow. God had planned for them to do. Right. And so uh, the Moses intercedes for the people. God. Uh, punishes the people, for, uh, I'll disciplines get them for a cup of coffee. The, Tell me when you get. And now that. the book, uh, the chapter fifteen, it says here that we're going to get into a, a series of laws about uh, concerning sin and offerings that are given. For, well, I, I assume for the covering of sin, right? For the atoning of sin.
0: Do you? Well, first of all, let's go ahead and address that for a minute. Okay. At the temple, mm-hmm. they did animal sacrifice, right?
2: Right. Yes,
0: bloody mess, right?
2: No, we're not to the temple yet. We're at the tabernacle, but I get you. Okay, Okay. is that the idea? Well,
0: let's say animal sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Bloody mess, right? Very unpleasant. Yes, yes. Have you smelled the inside of dead animals? Yes. Have you smelled the inside of a dead human
2: being? No. Well, let me tell you I have.
0: And let me tell you, they stink. Mm. It is bad.
2: I'm not surprised. And
0: even dead squirrels, dead goats, animals stink. Yeah, yeah. So let me tell you something. There's a reason. Your instincts, your emotions are correct. You are supposed to find that repulsive and repugnant. But maybe the thought is not functioning with the emotion. You're supposed to look at that and say, all those animals are dying because of me? My sin? You're supposed to find it repugnant. You stop sinning. We don't have to kill no more animals.
2: Now we we do understand that, I, I think we uh, we Gentiles that we read the Bible we understand Let,
0: that let's let's get it past that this Bible okay. the Christians and the Jews use the same Bible right except for the New Testament at this point every Christian I know uses this up. The entire what we you call Old Testament. Uh-huh. So the Jews and the Christians share the same Bible. Okay. So we don't have to distinct between distinction between the Jews and the Gentiles. Right. We're using the same Bible. Yeah.
2: We say we read the Bible and we see that uh, our understanding is that the sacrificial system, the the animals are slain and so on. I mean, all of these sacrifices have a meaning and a purpose, but uh, essentially at the core of the sacrificial system was the idea of substitutionary atonement that god was signaling that his method of reconciling fallen sinful human beings to himself Actually, was I, going to be through not the Jews did not have
0: anything near substitutionary
2: atonement okay but w- that's our word then i guess That'd we be see great. an animal
0: okay
2: that's fine adam and eve sinned an animal oh. died the blood right. was shed right. and it shows that the right. the without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin and so on.
0: A hundred percent.
2: Even Hosea,
0: and I think it's chapter twelve and some other prophets. That one comes to mind. Says, "Look, I don't. It's not the animal that I'm wanting. Mm-hmm. I want your repentance, your
2: heart. Yes, your yeah. your so yeah, the mm-hmm.
0: animal's not the idea. You're supposed right. to You're supposed to visualize and see what you're causing to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Symbolizes the seriousness right. of sin, the right. the grave consequences well, of, listen, sin, listen, of so, rebellion against chapter God. Chapter fifteen. Okay, now. Gives
0: us a concrete example using the proper language. Now, I will tell you, elsewhere in the Bible, mm-hmm. it says in black and white Sin is this. Okay? We'll get to that. Not
2: in Leviticus 15. No, I mean, Numbers 15.
0: In Numbers 15, it's going to use the same words, but it's okay. going to give us concrete all right. examples.
2: All right, all right.
0: So, as we'll use your method, we'll read it together, and then we'll decide. Okay. I kind of like the idea we settled on. I think my choice of explanation will be, well, rather than me answering that, if somebody were to ask me, which I guess they will, I will say, well, let's look at it together, read it together, and from that we'll decide exactly what sin okay, is.
2: Okay, this is a very interesting thing because you don't often hear a very, uh, a very detailed and open conversation about what exactly is this. I hear, I hear, good thing good, called Good,
0: sin. fine, wonderful people, mostly Christians. Mm-hmm talk about sin, mm-hmm. I mean, if I, and I ask them, what is sin? And I find, to my dismay, mm-hmm. and somewhat disheartened, mm-hmm. I find they don't have a working definition. Okay. Now, let's see if we can figure out something from okay. Numbers 15. Mm-hmm. Boy, everybody ought to be sitting home listening to this I right don't now.
2: see my dilemma right now, but okay. Oh, well... Now I do have a, a theory and understanding that I would, would teach like, and I understand like about what sin is. Would you is. like to share that? Do I? Is it better now or oh, wait you till do
0: it. soapy? Okay, you can, you can share.
2: Well, kind of my over the years after. I mean, easily you could say wrongdoing, disobeying God. You can say missing the mark is some people define from the Hebrew from the Greek word at least. They I, they say that the basic idea for the word of in 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 All right. In Greek, is missing, falling short, missing the mark, uh, falling short of God's glory, God's perfection. Uh, I kind of take the word sin and I say, what well, is at the heart of the word sin? It's not necessarily actions, stealing, killing. That uh, those there are sinful actions, but fundamentally, it's an attitude of 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 um, rejecting the the relationship. Uh, uh, to god to uh, that worship and subordination to god and yielding to god's will and and the idea of self-will uh this selfish self-will is at the heart and so i i kind of teach and, and i think it's fairly prominent in campus crusade materials and so on that we and and others that we see sin as the um uh, uh, the raising of self you know the middle letter of the word sin is what
0: uh, in English? In English.
2: I, I. There you go. So that's kind of the so core that, idea so of that, sin is so that's selfishness. Okay. Yes. All
0: right. Now let's see if that corresponds okay. to what
2: it says. We'll see. All
0: right. Chapter 15.
2: That is a little bit of a risky play. <laughs> uh, well, we'll decide. Okay. Maybe, okay, no, maybe yeah, I, I'll be corrected I, I'm, tonight. I'm, no, well, right, maybe. Let's,
0: let's take a look. Uh, look, let's start at uh, Chapter 15. Mm-hmm. And why don't we start at uh, chapter 22.
2: Verse 22.
0: Verse 22, I'm
2: sorry, yes. Okay. But suppose you unintentionally failed to carry out all of these commands that the Lord has given you through Moses. Okay, there is. Suppose you unintentionally right. failed to carry out all these commands. And
0: I want to go on for a couple more verses, if you, if you would.
2: And suppose your descendants in the future failed to do everything the Lord has commanded through Moses. If the mistake was made unintentionally and the community was unaware of it, the whole community must present a young bull for a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It must be offered along with its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering and with one male goat for a sin offering. With that, what verse, with it...
0: Would you number the verses
2: so I can keep Verse 25... With it, the priest, the priest will purify the whole community of Israel, making them right with the Lord, and they will be forgiven. For it was an unintentional sin, and they have corrected it with their offerings to the Lord, the special gift and the sin offering. Verse 26. Okay. The whole community of Israel will be forgiven, including the foreigners living among you for all the people who were involved in the sin.
0: Aha. Uh-huh
2: down to verse 26.
0: Okay, why don't you finish 27 and we'll talk.
2: If one individual commits an unintentional sin, the guilty person must bring a one-year-old female goat for a sin offering.
0: Okay, now, we have just been given, this is a functional
2: definition. Mm -hmm, Okay.
0: Okay, it must be a commandment that God said not to do, and you still did it. Unintentionally.
2: Unintentional. That's it. That is sin. And unintentional could be because of ignorance. Could be. Or uh, accident. Well, or yeah. a, a situation right. that you felt, you know.
0: It's if, I, if you punch me in the nose, that's intentional. If you accidentally punch me in the nose, then it was obviously an accident. Okay. It was unintentional. Okay. Now... There can be another way of looking at it. Let's suppose you intentionally punch me in the nose. Well, it's foreseeable that my nose is going to hurt. It's not foreseeable that I will die. So the okay. action, the result may be greater and unintended than the act you did. You with All me? All
2: right, okay. So,
0: but the, what they're trying to tell you, what Moses is telling you, this is an example. We're going to get to some more here, is that it must be a commandment God said, You shall not do. And two, you had to unintentionally do it. Now, as you said, it could be ignorance. If you have no idea what the commandments are and you violated them, then you didn't know, so certainly it would be unintentional. That would qualify as a sin. Question. Oh, yes.
2: You used the example. You said it's something God told you not to do, and you did it anyway unintentionally. Unintentionally. Could it, What about if God gives a positive command, ah. and you don't do it, but unintentionally? You you neglect it. Is that the same? Are we talking about the same kind of thing?
0: Actually, technically, no. Oh. So, now let's go on. So that is, now look at So, so far, we're
2: only talking about sin being doing un, something un, God tells us but not I wanna, to do. I
0: want to concentrate on one word in particular. Okay, okay. Unintentional. Okay. It cannot, if I go rob a bank, that is not a sin according to the Bible. That's something different. Okay. And we're going to learn that in a second. Look at oh, 27. That's,
2: that's, that's quite a statement. Well, yes. I go rob a bank, that's not a sin.
0: It's uh, something worse. I oh,
2: oh, oh, I see. Okay.
0: Hmm. Uh, 27. And I'm going to read from my version. If a person sins unintentionally, he shall offer, as you said, a she-goat within the first year uh, to God and to atone for him, Mm -hmm. and will be forgiven.
2: Now, this is one individual as opposed to the whole body, people. Mm
0: -hmm. Look at 20 and 28. It says, Mm -hmm. the native among the children of Israel and the person that travels with them, the proselyte, the non-Jew, shall we say, Mm -hmm. who joins with them, there shall be a single teaching for them, one for the... Israel and one for the other, whoever does it unintentionally.
2: The same for both people. Right? Yeah. So
0: God's making the same rule for Jews and others. <laughs> now, now but now in verse thirty. Oh now in verse thirty we're gonna change it a little bit. Now so sin and remember back in Leviticus, a lamb is used for a sin. Okay. When Jesus was on the cross, He said, "Forgive them; they know not what they're doing." He did not say, "Forgive them; they know what they're doing," because that would have been intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, let's look at verse thirty. At the verse thirty. Now we're going to change. Mm-hmm. That was unintentional. But, yeah, but go ahead, Jerry. Be...
2: But those who brazenly violate the Lord's will—that means intentional, right?
0: Intentional.
2: Whether native-born Israelites or foreigners have blasphemed the Lord and they must be cut off from the community. Since they have have treated the Lord's word with contempt and deliberately disobeyed his command, they must be completely cut off and suffer the punishment for their guilt.
0: Ah, now look what's happened so far. We have, Moses is making it clear that we have a sin, unintentional, mm-hmm. but those, as your version says, brazenly does it, mm-hmm. or if it's high-handedly or intentional. Okay, so Moses is teaching. These What's going on? Are we out of time? We time? are out. Of, this segment so we flying back, We're going to resolve something. I hope. When we come back,
2: I have to confess that this discussion of sin—the you know, other times we've had this before—in a way. I'm not sure it actually settles anything. because. But that, anyway. That's you, because of your belief. All right. Well, not, okay. not what the Bible says. We'll come back then. Look at this. Don't go away, folks. We'll be back.
1: You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. With all my heart, with all my soul,
0: to Canaan's land, my mom. My darkest night will turn to day where the soul of man never dies. Dear friends, there'll be no sad farewells out there, no dear dimmed Where all is peace and joy and love and
2: the soul of man never dies. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. we're back and our uh, time is flying by t- by tonight we're looking at the book of numbers and so far we're kind of making our way to chapter 15 and we're talking about very important topic i think uh i mean clearly the theme of sin is throughout the bible what sin is and and the 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 solution that god has given for for man's sin um I have noted for a long, long time that when we read the Bible, the Jewish perspective, or at least it looks like the Hebrew perspective, you have a very detailed and very nuanced understanding of, you know, there's sin, there's iniquity, there's transgression, there's unintentional, there's intentional, and I do see those elements in, 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 in all of the discussion, uh, and yet, sometimes I think, gosh, we're making this way, way too complicated. You Everybody have, knows you what know, sin is. You no, mess every, up. And that's, my, that's my disappointment.
0: Everybody does not know what it is. Now, let me say this so, I, so nobody comes mm-hmm. after me with mm-hmm. anger. Look, I'm saying that historically, biblically historically, this is what sin was always understood to be. Now, in today's world, among the Christian world, Mm -hmm. I respect the fact they do not look at it that way. I accept that. That's their point of view. I'm not going to correct them. In a very real sense, if they do not know the commandments and they do still violate them, then that would be a sin because they don't know. Nobody Mm -hmm. told them. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. in a sense, teaching them... It grits
2: his bliss, right? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. In a way, okay.
0: But what we got is... But historically, and in what you call Old Testament, there is no doubt about it that it's two separate things. And the way I understand it, God wanted you to know that he's a big guy. He sees that sometimes you make a boo-boo, and then sometimes you say, the heck with it, I'm doing whatever I want. I want to rape that woman, rob that bank. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Now, that's different. And I want to show you something. Go back with me and look at 15, verse 30 with me.
2: Verse 30. I'm going to -hmm. to read it, okay? Okay, got it.
0: Ah, okay. But the person who acts intentionally or high-handedly, whether the native or the traveler, the proselyte, he has blasphemed against the Lord. That person shall be cut off from his people. 31. For he has scorned the word of God, scorned, Uh and broke the commandment, and that person will be cut off because his sin, is his, his, his intentional sin is upon him. Now, they were,
2: somebody, Moses... Is there no repentance possible for this person?
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's, there is. Okay. That's the key. Okay. There is no animal sacrifice for intent. There is none. Now, if you don't know, I'm trying to... No, but I'm not talking about sacrificing. I'm talking about... I'm not either, but you're going to love what I'm going to say. Okay, okay. But if if you break your ankles jumping to conclusions, you're not going to like it. Okay, all right. Um, Okay, now, here's what happened. Um, People make mistakes. Right. They sin. Sometimes they don't know they're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's unintentional. And we know from Leviticus, that's what a lamb is used for. But it seems historically... It seems that God wants us to understand there's a difference between you making a boo-boo and doing something on purpose. Now, when I say there's no animal offering for a on purpose, that's correct. The only remedy, the only remedy in the Bible is your repentance. Now, if you repent, then you're offering what, and it's a sincere repentance. Okay. Then what animal are you offering?
2: You, you're right. the animal offering. Okay. I did it on purpose. That makes sense. You uh, know, uh, w- I mean, look, I'm just trying to kind of go a track with you and no, go along. There is a concept very clear in the New Testament that, and Jesus even likens this to salvation, in the idea that you die to yourself, to your own desires and own that, uh, and. and those who are in Christ, those right. of us who have repented and right. turned to God, we have died to ourselves, right. and that doesn't mean every single we never ever ever again sin or make a mistake again. But essentially, fundamentally, our heart desire and longing is to Agreed. obey God, trust God, live for God. We still mess up, but in a sense, and that's we talk about dying. It's a common use phrase. In the, old, going, in the New Testament, I'm going to use dying one, to I'm yourself. I'm going to use
0: one of your concepts, and I hope it'll be compatible okay. and acceptable with you. Uh-huh, it is, uh-huh. well, let's I, see. I understand your concept. Okay. Let's say that a person does not know this biblical definition between intent and unintent. Okay. And let's say a person has, I don't know, robbed a bank. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. But in his heart he means to identify it by the label sin Mm -hmm. and say, I repent of that sin. Well, in his heart, he knows it was intent. Okay, so he's using an improper label, biblically speaking, but he is repenting. And even though he may label it sin, let's say that's okay because God knows the difference. Okay, this guy doesn't know the definition, but his heart's right, and he's calling it sin, so I accept, because it's sincere. You follow me?
2: Yeah, we do fall back on the law. I do, at least, that, look, I don't know, I can't tell every single person in the world what what his sin is, and where he sinned, and where he didn't sin, is because I don't know his heart, and his motivations, and what really moved, and so on. But one thing I do fall back on quite often is that, God does, sure, and that's the whole point. Is that right?
0: Well, I know you. God you, you is worthy always, of judging. You're, you're fond of saying, and I
2: happen to agree with you,
0: that sometimes, you maybe there's a guy whose heart's right in Borneo, mm-hmm. and he's never heard of Jesus. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. Uh, but somewhere God knows that's his heart, and so you, I believe, if I'm
2: quoting mm-hmm, you correctly,
0: mm-hmm. that that might be acceptable
2: to God. Mm-hmm. You see, I like that. I think I agree. It so, doesn't. It doesn't make. The gospel and the work of Christ unnecessary, but God applies the work, even in that person's ignorance of it, God applies the work to. Now
0: that's what I'm suggesting uh here. If a guy says, I have sinned by robbing a bank, Uh, I murdered somebody, Mm -hmm, I did this, mm -hmm. okay, God applies it, as you say. So let's say, in today's world, for the modern Christian, when he says, I've sinned, because in modern Christianity, Anything unintentional or intentional, they classify. I think a working definition is sin.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So, but I think that God understands that that that's the word they that's the only word they have to use. So they use that word, and I think that as you said, God would apply that and say, "I know what the guy means, mm-hmm.
2: and he's sincere." I know the heart of this person. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now let's see if we get an example. Oh, well, so we have it established, and actually, I'm going to tell you okay. by the way when we get there. There is two other places where it absolutely says in black and white what well, that a sin is black and white. Where it okay. says a sin is when you violate one of the commandments that God says you shall not do, but do it unintentionally. It says it in black and white. Okay. But, that's, but right now, we've just got it from Moses saying it to mm-hmm, these people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we know he's t- teaching 70 people and they're teaching. Mm
2: -hmm. Now, you keep your eye on the clock because I don't want you to run out of time when you're trying to tell us about this. Okay.
0: Now, we're going to get an example now. Mm -hmm. Continuing on Acts 15. I'm sorry. Numbers 15.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Now, would you be kind enough to look at verse 32 and 33?
2: One day while the people of Israel were in the wilderness, they discovered a man gathering wood on the Sabbath day. The people who found him doing this took him before Moses, Aaron, and the rest of the community. They held him in custody because they did not know what to do with him.
0: Okay, now, I want you to know this is the only single time that I'm aware of and other uh, people are aware of where a person has been put in custody.
2: The idea of jail.
0: Jail. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what to do. Because they didn't have a jail system.
2: Now, when when the people of Israel later went to Israel and they were given the cities of refuge right. concept right. and so on, right. so when a person fled to the city of refuge to stay there to be uh, until he was tried or you know proven right. guilty, he, he was protected there. from the revenge of From, the, the, the yeah.
0: actually, it says the the blood avenger. Mm-hmm. That's actually the Hebrew, the blood mm-hmm. avenger. The guy says, "I'm going to come kill you,
2: etc." Because you killed my right. brother, or my he sister. can't
0: go do that in that re-
2: city of refuge. There, the person is until. But the purpose of the city of refuge is that they would seek justice, right? Would there be ever a judgment about? oh, yeah, you did murder someone, and
0: in- okay, now you're now you just change it to intent. Let's suppose I'm chopping wood with my axe handle, mm-hmm. and the blade flies off, and I split your skull, and you yeah, die. Okay. It's I didn't mean no to intent. do
2: it. So you go to the but city of but refuge. Your, but
0: your son, he's going to come kill me.
2: Okay, but you go to the city of refuge, yes. and there you're protected from the that avenger. That is correct. But what if you actually did murder someone, and you fled to the city of refuge?
0: Intentionally. So yeah. I, I took the axe, sunk up behind you, cracked your skull.
2: Yeah. You could be put on trial and receive the dust. In penalty. the
0: city of refuge. Uh, you'd be taken from the city of refuge and put on trial for the
2: intent. Because of the act? Who would accuse you, the person? They, they, it's.
0: There's another spot where it'll tell us that the people close to the village, the elders will go to the other village and have a meeting, and they'll decide.
2: And to bring you, okay. But oh. it,
0: that's for murder. All
2: right, all right, all right. But
0: here's what I want to do. So you just read two verses. It says, the children of Israel in the wilderness, they saw a man Mm -hmm. gathering sticks or gathering wood. And on Sabbath, what throws most readers off is it seems he's he's violating a Sabbath law.
2: He's put to death because he's gathering firewood. That seems crazy. That's extreme. I don't get it. it. it.
0: Except the Torah never uses the name of another god. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't give any credit, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is the gathering of sticks is meant to be a pejorative way of saying he was making an idol. Okay. So he's
2: Now we th- you understand that we don't get that. We, we just read this verse in English, and we it doesn't come out clearly to us. Uh-huh. It did not just, oh, that's what he was doing. We just see, well, that seems extreme for gathering firewood and... Of course, he is obeying God's this law. One, this one I absolutely have to accept the
0: fact that I can see why it would be read there why by an uninitiated reader. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But so, at the same time, I respect and appreciate the the detail uh, that, well, okay, here's how in we, the Hebrew, in the language. Here's how we it,
0: know it. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. We just went through the definition in 15 of unintentional uh-huh, uh-huh, and intentional. Uh-huh. High-handed on right. purpose. Mm-hmm. Now we just got those definitions. Following after that is an example. Let me ask you: Do you think this guy was? Uh, do I you see. think this guy was accidentally picking up sticks on the Sabbath? Did the he building? just
2: forgot it was Saturday. And
0: oh yeah. Or but we got. Oh, find a, today's Saturday. I forgot. But, but okay, who, who is he?
2: So the idea. His is.
0: mother is not Jewish. How do we know that? We'll find out later. Okay. Because it talks about him. But what I'm saying is, okay. so he actually, he he had his own way of beliefs, mm-hmm. which is okay for him. Mm-hmm. But he's traveling with Israel. So when it says, yeah. they put him in custody because they had not been clarified what they're supposed to do. And in 35, uh, God said to Moses, man shall be put to death. The entire assembly shall stone him outside mm-hmm. the camp. Mm-hmm. So they stoned him.
2: Now let me let me just quickly sure. add. I'm looking, at, you know, the uh, a commentary. I'm looking at a Bible yeah, commentary. Yeah, sure. Not one mention and made of anything about that idea of of chopping of, of, of getting wood to make an idol and so on. Because we just don't get it. That's okay. If they referenced the Hebrew perspective, no, in, they probably would have gotten of it. In all fairness, but, mm-hmm.
0: as I said. This one I have to accept that an uh, uninitiated reader reads it and says, oh, well, he's picking up okay. sticks. And it must be because it's the Sabbath, so they killed him. Okay. Except anywhere in God's laws, does it ever say you kill somebody for violating the Sabbath? The answer is no. That's well, let,
2: let me let me just quickly say one thing. The, the way we look at that, just quickly, I, uh, the way we do because it does seem like, I mean, obviously we hear the complaint, well, Goodness, the guy was just gathering wood. He, uh, maybe he disobeyed God's law, but he. I mean, come on, you don't kill him, you know, and so on. And and so the way we generally try to explain that is that what, look, God is here explaining something very serious to the people. The the Sabbath day command of God is not some trivial little thing that God just throws out. Okay, oh, if you so like you it, can't, you, but it's important. You got,
0: a guy gets a trial. We don't. The difference between Christianity and Judaism are on the same side of the page. Mm-hmm. The difference between those two and Islam is each in Islam, everybody gets to make their decision how to imp- impose justice. Mm-hmm. In, you, in the Bible, you have to follow the precepts for a trial. Uh-huh. So he has to go to trial. And get this, there has to be at least two witnesses. ah uh-huh. And he has to be warned not to do it. And he still has to be persistent in his rebellion. So this guy gets on trial. That's why it says so many times, it says you take him to the gates. Yes, Because the idea that, listen, this is very important. The community in Christianity and Judaism must be involved. You don't get to make individual decisions That my daughters become two Westernites. I make the decision without the community's input to kill.
2: So the background understanding of this passage is that this wasn't just you know this went all the way up to Moses. There was a consideration. There was a prayerful consideration of what he did, his intent, his motivation, and so. And so, behind the scenes of this is this clear. This process Uh, that you just talked about.
0: There must be a trial. And
2: God spoke to them and and, in
1: this
0: became clear. And he has to have an opportunity to repent because that's also one of the laws. Okay, all right. Now so so what's happening is so what the Jews understand is we just got the definition of unintentional and intentional. And here's a this guy does something intentional, but it has to be a trial. He still gets the opportunity to repent. In fact, let me tell you something real quickly. In America, when we first became a country it was established with a lot of Christian rules and religions, right?
1: Mm-hmm. You're okay. yeah,
0: right, of course. And, you know, today people put their hands up, and they swear an oath in court or yeah. on, on the Bible.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? right? Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know why? Because originally, the original Christians gave it, kind of followed this method. hmm And they gave you a bite of the apple, you might say. And let's say that I did something wrong, I repented, I made restitution, I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't get sent to jail. They would put a brand of a P in my hand. Mm-hmm. When I'm raising my hand in ancient justice times, I was showing I do not have the letter P in my hand, which means I have never been accused of a crime and been repented and been pardoned before. So that's what that's all about. Mm-hmm. That's where it came from. Okay. Now, yeah, and before that? You would put your hand on your testicles mm-hmm. and you're cursing yeah, your future yeah.
2: children. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in the in the scriptures as oh, well. Okay, so that the, was the before. oath.
0: So now, but they had that P because that means, look, you already accused of crime before, we gave you a break before, mm-hmm. and you still did it again, you see?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Very similar here. To witnesses a trial, you have a chance to repent. Ah, the original Christians in America knew the Bible. Okay. okay. Now, so what we got is we have this guy doing this. We got the definitions, unintentional, intentional. He's doing it. But they still have all the other laws about the trial. So what he does is, now there's one more thing I want you to catch. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did this. Mm-hmm. Look at what it says. And it says uh, 37, this in the interest of time. It says, uh, Verse God,
2: 37? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: 37, God said to Moses, saying, 38, speak to the children, say to the children of Israel, and say to them, make yourself tzitzit. Uh, what word do you use? French?
2: Throughout the generations to come, you shall make tassels, tassels. for the hems of your clothing.
0: Okay, tzitzit is the Hebrew word. Mm-hmm. But what that is, you've seen Jews sometimes wearing strings? Mm-hmm. That's it. And on a prayer shawl, that's the strings hanging down. Mm-hmm. And it says, look, it says, you do it through your generations. They shall place on the corner a thread of turquoise, of turquoise wool. It shall constitute, uh, I guess, what would you say, friend? Or you didn't say friend, you said tassels. Arisitsis. <clears throat> and it will be you that you will look at them and remember the commandments. Why? Why? Because the strings are eight strings. Ah, five knots. You're good with arithmetic. You've taught me to say arithmetic, so. Okay, man. all right. So, five plus three is what?
2: Eight. Eight. Got it. Uh, Everywhere, I think it's so. eight. So, that's
0: right. So what happens is, but if you've got five and eight strings, what have you got?
2: Thirteen.
0: Ah, thirteen. And the prayer itself is six hundred. Look what it says. Six
2: hundred thirteen. You, know,
0: you say. remember all the commandments. All the commandments. That mm-hmm. yeah, is The trial. You can't just make an individual decision. You've got to take him to trial. He has a right to repent for intentional sin.
2: Look at what it says, though, in verse thirty-nine. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands of the Lord instead of following your own desires and defiling yourselves. Remember the middle letter of the word sin? I I. And that's <laughs> what it's trying to This is
0: an example I, I like of <laughs> the difference between unintentional and intentional. Mm-hmm. And all these other commandments. And then they, he sticks it in there. So you got the unintentional, the intentional. Then you got this guy making sticks. The Jews understand that's about making an idol on the Sabbath because we know who his mother actually is. But later, then it sticks in the thing about on your body, on your prayer shawl. I want you to remember all the commandments. That includes the trial. The 613 and the trial, laws. That's right. Yeah. And one of those laws is that you have for intentional, you have the right to repent. Mm-hmm. This is what it's all about.
2: It will help you to remember that you must obey all my commands and be holy, set apart entirely for your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Out of the bondage to sin, yeah. and now and set you free, and that I might be your God. I am the Lord, your God. There that, you go. Okay. You see how it starts
0: fitting together? Yeah, yeah,
2: You know, we're not maybe so far you know, apart. There, no. there is that. I like that where it says, you must obey my command. Um, the, instead of following your own desires, right. defiling yourselves. That's right.
0: Because uh, that's, your, that's an intentional choice. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not supposed to commit adultery, but if I take two cocker spaniels and I perform a wedding ceremony, they are not going to honor those vows because they're an animal. They don't have the Bible. They don't have the Torah. They don't know that. They're animals. But if you know and you choose to commit adultery, if you choose to go rob a bank or kill somebody, that's intentional. You chose to
2: do it. Well, I kind of get the idea, though, then, that I, I, I'm kind of becoming a little bit more at peace with the idea of, know, the, of, of the more detailed perspective. But on the other hand, repentance is the actual difference. Yes. You know, it, it, if you could be someone who has a terrible drug habit or you could be someone who does terrible things. That would be uh, a so uh,
0: drug habit. You took your will. so yeah. it's unintentional. Well, but uh, but
2: but but you started you, you weren't you weren't addicted when you started. You you did the wrong Agreed. thing at the Agreed. beginning willfully.
0: Yeah. An alcoholic goes to the bar and he says, Oh, I don't know what happened. I had a couple of drinks. Well he knew when he went to the bar he's
2: an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I've often thought that you you know, we we may sin in uh, life yeah. as human beings. We may break uh, God's commands yeah. But never give in to it. Never stop the struggle against sin. Because that struggle against sin is the evidence of repentance. I've turned from sin. I don't want this. I I do it. I know I'm weak and I'm frail. A sincere person will
0: be like you're describing. And I do want to say, you brought up something earlier. I want to address it real quick. Mm -hmm. You'll notice in the Old Testament, Mm as the Christians call it, the Tanakh, Mm -hmm. it uses three words. It's not using three words yeah. to say about the same thing. It's sin. Sin,
2: iniquity, and transgression.
0: Uh-huh. Now, sin is unintentional. Iniquity is intentional against your fellow human being. Mm-hmm.
2: Transgression
0: is intentional against yes, God. Against God
2: himself. And God's see, woman. that's
0: why it's using different words. It's trying to tell you these are different things.
2: And when you choose sin, iniquity, or transgression, right. you're sinning, You're choosing self over there
0: you are. The laws have gone. You got it, something. Yeah, be, okay, okay. we got there. Listen, uh, always. Thanks be for kind of being person, with us
2: tonight. Always be the kind of person you'd like to have for a parent. Amen. Goes there. Thank you for joining us tonight. A look at the Book of Numbers. We're going to continue, finish the Book of Numbers this coming week, and go right on into the great, the fifth book of the Torah, the Book of Deuteronomy. I hope you'll read it with us and join us next Sunday night for the Bible Live.
1: The Bible Live is dedicated to helping restore the Bible to our culture. Mailing address is PO Box 18888. That's Box 18888. San Antonio, Texas 78218. Hear the entire Bible every year on The Bible Live, weeknights at 930 on this great station. Then join SOPI every Sunday evening at 9 o'clock for fun, inspiration, and valuable prizes on The the Bible Bible Live Quiz Quiz Show. show. Visit our website, BibleLive.com. That's BibleLive.com for more information about SOPI and the Bible Live broadcast. You may also order materials at the website and make tax-deductible donations to help minister to our military personnel and broadcast the entire Bible every year to America and the world.